Whether you're just looking to stay warm during a hunt or need maximum concealment, the clothing you wear can make or break a hunt. At MidwayUSA.com, we understand hunting clothing has come a long way with more meticulously crafted camo patterns, advanced scent control technologies, and weatherproof options to withstand the elements. Hunters have to wait until their favorite season, but shouldn't wait on gear, which is why MidwayUSA offers super-fast shipping. When you're ready for your next system, log on to MidwayUSA.com. Midway USA brand product designers have one straightforward goal, develop high-quality, technically sound products, and deliver them to customers at reasonable prices. If you are immersed in the shooting sports industry and pay close attention to every single detail, you know our products are built right and stand up to everyday use. Who has shooting mats and range bag systems to hunting clothing and just about everything for the outdoors? Log on and shop 24-7 with super-fast shipping. MidwayUSA.com At Midway USA, we know the AR-15 is one of the most popular rifles in modern American history. Known for its modularity and widespread use, it's often considered essential to any gun collection. The essential things you need to run an AR-15 are usually always in stock during shortages, things like magazines and 5.56 ammo. Whether you're looking to buy a new AR-15 or buy parts for your modern sporting rifle, log on and for just about everything for the outdoors, shop MidwayUSA.com. Welcome back to the Survival and Basic Badass Podcast, Kevin and Chuck. Um, today, well, we're going to talk about financing your preps. So, a listener, uh, Cameron, sent us an email at preppingbadass at gmail.com. Just like you can do. You can email you can us do that from too. your house. So, maybe you have an idea for a show, right? Mm-hmm. You shoot it over. Kevin will read it like two weeks after you... Well, actually... He'll read it right away, like right two away. seconds after you send it, mm-hmm. and then he's going to think about it and contemplate the meaning of life, and then in about two weeks, he's going to be like, great idea, man. Thanks. <laughs> uh-huh. So that's usually how it plays out. But Cameron sent us a message saying, you know, let's talk about some things that we could use our prepper skills or even enhance our prepper skills while at the same time earning money. Is there maybe a way to do that? And it got me and Kevin thinking, and our minds have been running wild for about four weeks or however long ago it was when Cameron sent us this. Mm -hmm. And actually, when we drop this podcast in two more weeks, he's going to be like, dude, I don't even listen to your show anymore. I don't even remember writing that email. (laughs) How old was I then? You know, (laughs) one of those, right? But... So that's what we were thinking, and we were like, yeah, you know, there's got to be ways to bring in some extra money and maybe some side hustle or, you know, maybe you make some porn videos and throw them up. I don't know. Do they make money anymore? Or now Not anymore. That's just for free. Now that it's free all over the internet, yep. there's no point. So maybe you have to use some of your specialized skills. And as a prepper, you know, if you've been listening to this podcast a while, you may have some specialized skills. Now I used to do a little research in the internet marketing world. Mm-hmm. And that was one of the things that actually steered me into, you know, just starting a podcast and hearing different things people were doing. So one of the things they talked about was you just have to know more than everybody else. Right. You know, it's you don't have to be the best in the world. 
It's just you know something about a topic that people don't know and they'd like to know. Mm-hmm. And, well, hell, me and Kevin know, know a little research, and we are combat veterans, or at least... Just regular veterans. Regular veterans? Yeah. Well, I was at the building department this morning, and I do have a paper that says combat veteran. Oh, all right. So I'm a little cool. Maybe you're a regular veteran, <laughs> but I'm like a warrior. Oh, okay. All right. I see how it goes. I'm just saying. So, you know, I'm just saying I get 25% off my assessment. Oh, nice. Nice. That's the difference between a warrior and a non-warrior. Mm-hmm. 10% for you? Yeah, if I got 10%. Go I went over there. Yeah, I got my 10%. 10% warrior. Now, I don't see how that's fair in any any way because you were in during a war. I was technically in during the war on terror. That's not really a war. I don't know how you fight feelings. They, they didn't give it to me on the war on terror. It was Kosovo? It was Kosovo. Mm-hmm. They were like, oh, yeah, well, over there you do have like a campaign medal and some, mm-hmm. you know. So. Yeah, I can dra- join the VFW, though, so at least I got that going for But me. I was a big hit. They did the uh, t- Today Show on the deck of my ship. Mm. In New York, okay, when like right after September 11th, mm-hmm. and they were like, "Yeah, these guys are awesome." And we're like, "Yeah, no. oh. well, how about you fucking pay us then?" Yeah, fuck you, pay me right, <laughs> or at least have free drinks. That's right, man. Shit. And they were like, "What about these girls over here who will lift up their shirts?" And we're like, "Well, I'll, all right, I'll keep take the what pay. I can get. <laughs> take what we can get." All right, a little off topic, but oh, that's we all got right. distracted. <laughs> what? Where? Where am I? What? Yeah. Who? All right, so making money off-grid, right? That's that's the thing. So there's a lot of things where we could actually utilize our prepping skills where we could do research, put time in, and hone our skills to be better and actually turn a little coin into our pocket. Mm-hmm. Now, some of these are a little unorthodox, and you have to you know get outside of your comfort zone a tiny mm-hmm. bit. Um, maybe they don't all work for everyone. Right. None of of them are going to work for everyone. Well, I mean, I guess anybody could cut firewood unless you don't have a hand. Yeah. See? I'm sure there's a one-armed man out there cursing you right now because he cuts firewood all the time. He's like, damn it, watch me swing. That's just mean. Kevin, that was hurtful. Mm -hmm. All right. Anyway, let's... uh, So... Give me one. All Tell right. me about a way you might make money using your prepper skills. Selling eggs and produce. I see people who have signs out all the time. I never stop there because I feel like I'm bothering somebody, yes. even though they have a sign out. Well, a lot of times they actually have a sign that says, like, take the eggs and just leave the cash here. Mm-hmm. Just put it I, under I this rock. I should stop and ask those people how it works out because I doubt anyone's going over there and stealing eggs. And I who's also, stealing money, yeah, really? really. People steal money in the modern age. Yeah, that's not how you. They don't even know how no, to use paper nobody's gonna money. Steal these ten, kids, you know, eight dollars and seventy-eight cents. Nobody's going to steal that. Well, maybe, maybe if you lived in Baltimore. Ah, another <laughs> Baltimore hit. This guy. Uh-huh. Maybe that's the new drinking game for the survival yeah. and basic badass. Yeah, every podcast. time we mention Baltimore, take a shot. Take a shot. All right. So selling right. eggs, selling eggs and produce. I always maybe raise have some extra pigs. There you go. I mean, really, uh, if you're a butcher and you butcher your own animals, that's really where you're going to make the money. The eggs and the produce aren't going to bring in a lot of cash. But the bacon. Yeah. 
You know how they say bringing home the bacon? Yep. You know where that yep. comes from, right? Mm-hmm. See? And also, maybe you're the guy who uh, butchers deer. Yeah. For people. Mm-hmm. Now, That's I'm sure unless you get the proper training, we're probably violating some laws here. Um, I know chickens maybe have to be inspected in some towns. Yeah, they want to look know, at their bunghole. If you live in most of America, it's reasonable you can actually yeah. survive. I actually have a friend who drives her um, eggs to Westchester, which mm-hmm. is where all the douchebags live in New York. Yeah, yeah. And they sell them in some kind of farm fresh market. Right, because they're organic and shit. Organic and farm raised. Mm-hmm. Kind of local, not really. We're right. about 50 miles, mm-hmm. something like that. And uh, they get $12 a dozen. What? I know. I'm like, take some of my eggs. I throw my eggs in the woods when I have too many. Right. I'm like, they're just going to rot right. on my I counter. Mean, I, I throw tons of produce out into the woods. Tons that I never use, you know, that I, I grow, you know. You plant one, like, cucumber plant, and next thing you know, you've got 5,000 cucumbers. What are you going to do with all of them? You can't eat all That's of them. That's too many cucumbers. It's just too many. It's too many. It's just sick. Mm-hmm. No, I'm with you. So, all right, that's something you could do. So we got the butchering and the yeah now any kind of animal a lot of uh, maybe a lot sell of your animal overlook babies. a lot of people that that hunt and butcher overlook the uh, the deer hides but if you're gonna make deer hide pants for like welders and shit like that that could go over pretty big I do have a customer friend of mine kind of you taught me how to trap mm-hmm. um he uh, he actually. Gets all the deer hides and beaver hides and all kind mm-hmm. of most of it's trapping stuff actually, right. and then his wife sews and makes it all. And he goes to like three of these weird shows where people buy things buy with tassels shit. and shit, yeah, and you know weird furs and whatever. And they sell all this, you know, Indian clothing or whatever that uh, he's not an Indian, so I'm not sure how it works. Pioneers, exactly. okay. pioneers. All right, mm-hmm. and. He sells that, makes a ton of money. Really? Twice a year, goes about, you know, comes back with like six, seven grand. Mm-hmm. But it's, you know, his whole year's harvest and his right. wife's work, you know? Right. So, another way to kind of turn a little extra coin. Also, if you live in a rural area where maybe money's a little harder to come by, and then you can go out and make your money at these shows by a little travel. Mm-hmm. Get a nice vacation for the weekend, right? And then come back with a little extra coin you're bringing back to your community, where people don't maybe make as much money. Mm-hmm. So, that's kind of a win. All right, uh, woodworking. Yes, this Car- is where I make most of my side cash. Kevin is a bit of a carpenter, if you will. Yeah, that's right. I, that's I I don't know if I would go as far as to say craftsman. No, no, but I can put shit together for people that don't know anything. There you go. Again, he knows a little bit more than the other guy. Right, and that's all you need to know. Just a little bit more. That's how we have a podcast. You know, just a little bit more. So, Um, Another one that can really bring in some money is welding. There's not a lot of of good welders out there. No. And uh, if you can show up on a job with that skill set, or if you can show up, when somebody needs you. I think it's like a, a four-week class at the vocational school. It's not school. a big deal. You have to like, you know, every Tuesday night for mm-hmm. eight weeks or the something. The real cost is, is, you know, getting the equipment set up and being you able to You know you around. can find it on Craigslist or used on the side yeah, of the road. Yeah, that's right. If you're, if you're into it, man. And basic handyman work is really a big deal. 
you know, people people's toilet keeps running, they don't know what to do. They're going to have to spend thousands of dollars on a plumber. They're panicking. If you can just get Handle the $20 set from from Lowe's and, and swap out the guts of their toilet, not a big deal. 100 bucks. Yep. People people will be kissing your butt for fixing it for them. Woo, I like kissing I replaced butt. a faucet on somebody's sink that yes. was leaking. It blew their mind that it only took 15, 20 minutes and, and a $20 set to replace it. A lot of stuff that is second nature for a lot of us guys. Right. You don't think it has value. Right. But then. Yeah. When you the can right person. show up to a place and have their problem solved and charge them a hundred bucks. And they're going to call you back for every little problem everything. they have. And my experience in the repair world is if you just show up, even if you don't know what you're doing, mm-hmm. you're already ahead of the other guy. Right. And then if you don't smell bad and you're nice. Mm hmm. Yeah, that's the one trick, really. That's it. Is being nice to people. I actually went to a, a lady today. You're going to like this one. So she's like, oh, my dryer doesn't work. I'm like, all right, no problem. And I, I go, and, and the vent's all blocked. You know, nothing's coming out the back because I see the heater coming on. And nothing's blowing out from outside. Uh huh. So I start looking around, and I pull it apart. Somebody wadded up an entire roll of paper towels, one sheet at a time and just stuffed it in her vent pipe and left from it the outside on a gas dryer so nice. either they wanted her to die of carbon monoxide poisoning mm-hmm. or they wanted to uh so i'm like did you have people over who don't like you and she's like well actually my daughter who dates some drug addict scumbag mm-hmm. had a party this weekend and he hates us because my husband won't let him see her. Uh-huh. And I bet you he did that to us. Mm-hmm. And then she says, well, but you can't tell my husband. He'll be pissed and go ape shit." So he walks in and right away she starts lying to her husband <clears throat> yeah. and says, that's, see, that's how you have a good relationship. It was the heating element. So I said, fucking A, heating element, $118, (laughs) and fucking charge the fuck out of them. Uh And that's how you make extra money. That's right. Because, motherfucker, I'm Mm -hmm. like, yup, that's what it was. And that was an expensive heater, too, you Mm -hmm. know? I don't know what to tell you, man. Yeah. There's also a $300 lying surcharge that I had put on there. (laughs) Don't let your husband see that one, but. (laughs) It's Mm -hmm. there. You know, because what the fuck? Mm-hmm. Who lies to your husband like that? I don't know. That's a no-go. I don't know. This guy's a surgeon. Well, he can afford the lying surcharge then. <laughs> he paid. <laughs> I'm sure he's going to keep paying in that household. Uh-huh. Yeah, no, it sounds like, uh, it sounds like he's got all sorts of problems that, that you're barely scratching the surface <sighs> of. I hear you. Well, actually, another good idea I had. Is I don't know if you guys remember way back, but we did an episode on well drilling. Mm-hmm. How cool would you be if you could set up a hand pump by somebody's outbuilding or by their garden mm-hmm. or something like that, where you can go out and dig? And I'm not talking full on rig and right. and big, you know, whatever. I'm talking about where you bang the stakes in the ground and freaking do the little hand pump. Mm-hmm. If you just search like drill my own well on YouTube, yeah, you can, you can figure get it, it figured out, out in a pretty week. quick. And you can even go test the water. Mm -hmm. It's not even a big deal to, you know, get it worked out. Right. But also, if they're not drinking it, if they're just using it for gardening or whatever, Mm -hmm. man, you could spend 150 in parts 
and but maybe even 75 but probably about 150 and you could charge them 500 bucks yeah you know and people you know, go for that kind of shit if you if you go in your yellow pages go online and look up labs that have the word enviro involved in them they'll test that water they will and they'll test it for everything that, that you want lead and copper and all sorts of stuff that you didn't even know was an issue you can you can you know, especially people that are hippies that are crazy people, they love and to know that their water what's doesn't cool. have things in you it. You pay like 25 bucks for that water test, mm-hmm. and you charge them 75 to get the water checked. Right. And it's a deal. It's a bargain It's a deal. Dude, now not only did they You're... give you 500 for the well, mm-hmm. but they're happy to pay you 75 to have it certified as drinkable, mm-hmm. potable water, potable if you will. Water. Right. Right, hippies love that shit. They can be out there washing their armpits. Yeah, because what you do is it's you give organic them, water. You give them some kind of free like patchouli soap. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. I I was talking to a, some lady with uh, purple hair. Yeah. Uh, the other day, and she was shocked to know that there's chemicals in water to disinfect it. What? Shocked. I mean, keep in mind that water is also a chemical. You know, H two O. It's a chemical. Elements? Yeah, I don't oh I don't mean, I don't want to like blow your mind or anything, but your water is a chemical. Yeah, but you're a so. water specialist. So, you know, it's not for everybody. Mm-hmm. I I was actually stopped not too long ago uh by a guy with no shirt on. Yes. And no teeth. Yes. He was concerned that there was fluoride in his water. Yes. <laughs> Surprise. <laughs> there's not. All signs pointed. <laughs> All signs point to no when you saw his right. teeth. Because fluoride is what the government uses to control your mind. Yes. All right. It also helps with that teeth problem you got going on, but whatever. That may be the other reason they yeah. put it in there, but, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, Maybe you're uh, the blacksmith. Yeah, and that's a big deal. I think, uh, uh you know, handmade knives... Really a big deal. And I wanted to get into knife making, too. Knife, you know, it's, knife handles, sheaths. Yeah. Seth Spanai, that does our that does our knives for the Badass Podcast. Um, you know, it, it's really just about having a skill and using that skill. Now, are we stealing some of his thunder telling other people to make knives? I think it's all right. I think... I think everybody can make knives. There's enough people out there buying knives mm-hmm. that we're okay? Yeah. All right. I buy probably two knives a week. I've got a. I've got an addiction. I've got a problem. <laughs> you may have a problem. I have a closet full of knives that I keep meaning to bring over, uh-huh. and I keep forgetting. Uh, it's just going to add to the pile. At this point, it's you're not helping things out anymore. Um, yeah. So blacksmithing is is really a big deal. I think a lot of people are looking to you know go back in time to the you know to the quality. Of of um, you know metalwork and the quality yes. of of you know it's just there's just such a lot of mass manufactured shit out there. Yes, people like to feel like they have a special handmade quality item. You know, I like that. I get you know I get turned on by that stuff. Yes. So whatever. You know, people want American made, but then you add handmade, and mm-hmm. then you add. Made by a friend or local or, you mm-hmm. know, all these things add dollars. Right. And they really, you know, step up the game there. 
So something that's cool. Mm -hmm. Now, also speaking of handmade knife making, blacksmithing, next logical step, gunsmithing. Gunsmithing, right. Now, gunsmithing, you may need to get into um, getting an FFL. Mm -hmm. Um, That's something that maybe you should be doing anyway. Um, I know we talked about it in the past. That may be something you guys might want to uh, dive into. Mm-hmm. Um, it's actually a pretty good idea. And you can actually be a manufacturer. And that's a different level of FFL. Mm-hmm. Um, there's another episode I think we did where we talked about the different licensing and, and the things you can do there. Uh, you do actually have to be careful. Read the laws beforehand. Because... Um, Really, if you do so many modifications or do anything, you kind of become a manufacturer. Mm-hmm. And it's a slippery slope. Just do your little research first Right, is all I'm saying. Yeah. Um, and that's all research you can, you can search online. It's all readily available. Also, archery and shooting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm really good at archery and I'm really good at shooting. What can I do with this skill, Chuck? Gee, that's funny you ask. Mm -hmm. Because you know all those neighborhood kids who are looking for something to do this weekend? What if every Saturday, mom and pop gave you 40 bucks? Or maybe in your community, that's 10 bucks? Mm -hmm. Because it depends where you live. When you're in New York, everything just costs more. So just whatever it'd be in your neighborhood, you could charge at least four times. So Mm -hmm. if I say 40 bucks, maybe, you know, it's 10. I don't know. But maybe you live in a neighborhood like New York. And you could charge forty bucks too. Maybe you charge a hundred bucks. Mm-hmm. Maybe you live in the Hamptons, right? Yeah, hundred and fifty bucks, yeah, three hundred exactly. bucks. Teach yep. your kid how to shoot. All you guys that have been setting up gun ranges in your backyard, now's your chance. Now's your chance. Now there is some insurance and things you can get. I don't know. You use your judgment on that. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's actually not as expensive and as scary as you think. Yeah, you can actually have where like the life copter comes to your house and picks somebody up if they crash. That insurance isn't that much. Mm-hmm. It's like 400 bucks a year or something to have that. Mm-hmm. That's pretty cool. I mean, you're yeah. like, hey, I shoot you in the leg, but the chopper's coming. It's coming. You know, I used to run a uh, archery range for the Boy Scouts. Mm-hmm. Kid shoots me in the back of the leg. The Boy Scouts had no such chopper service. Really? And I'm like, um, get the chopper. And mm-hmm. they were like, no, just pull that up. shit out. Yeah. And I was okay. like, no, well, yeah, all right. All right. And that was how we yeah, handled what's, it. What's going on? I just saw a big news story about uh, Boy Scouts diddling kids. Really? Yeah. They said it's as bad as the Catholic Church. There's a big <sighs> class action lawsuit. I don't like Thank God I was that. never in the Boy Scouts. Uh-oh. Mm-hmm. Now I'm questioning some of those memories <laughs> I had. I thought they were just a dream. Yeah, I don't know, man. Maybe not. I don't know. Um, also, if you're a big archery guy, I know when we were in the Boy Scouts, making bows and arrows is something you can actually do. Again, back to that handmade, crafted, people really get into. Uh, believe it or not, one of my sons uh, really likes that. Who knew? A kid that likes father-son time and, and doing stuff. And he was hell-bent on making his own archery bow. And uh, and we actually uh, used Instructables or whatever and found a really cool way to do it and some neat stuff. And it's it's definitely this stuff's out there. Mm-hmm. And if you wanted to put in the time and, like, learn a skill right. that, again, is going to pay off in that kind of end-of-the-world scenario, you could actually be bringing in money while developing your skills. And that's really... 
you know, what we wanted to talk about today right, is that right. kind of thing. Um, yeah, I mean, it's I think it's just as important to develop your skills um, as it is to have your preps together. You know, if you get dropped, you know, if you're out on your own with nothing, a skilled, talented person can take care of themselves for a lot longer than somebody that has a whole bunch of shit but doesn't know what they're doing with any of it. Right. Because you just can't carry it. You don't have that sustainability. Mm-hmm. Now, speaking of sustainability and longevity, uh, you had mentioned maybe selling eggs or butchering. Well, I would even add to that maybe setting up some kind of CSA, mm-hmm. you know, like community share, you know, right. where basically you do gardening or it could be eggs, could be butchering, could be whatever. These are actually not as hard to set up as you would think because a lot of the communities are big on this local hippie crap mm-hmm. and they're trying to get people into that kind of thing. And basically the way it's set up is you say, look, all summer long or maybe all year long, depending on your climate and what you're able to produce and provide, you say, look, every month or every week or every two weeks, we give you your share, one basket of, you know, five heads of lettuce, 20 tomatoes. Sorry, I'm banging on the microphone here. Mm-hmm. But uh, we give you a set amount of items. You know, it might be bacon. It might be just vegetables if you're all, you know, vegan or whatever. Right. But you can have the meat option. You can have the eggs. You can have the, you know, different things that you can expand it. But people buy into a share of your farming and you can actually get to the point where you have a lifestyle where you're just staying at home and working your farm and gardening and living off the land while people are bringing you cash every month. Mm -hmm. And in the right communities, you're actually able to charge a decent amount for these shares because people really want food they can trust. They want something organic and real and natural and to see where it came from. And they like the idea that it's local, that it's coming, you know, it's not being trucked in and it's Mm -hmm. not, you know, that's, you know, a big thing. It's funny. I was actually just reading this week. One of the uh, stupid memes or whatever on Facebook has this girl and an old lady at the grocery store and, and the old lady, the girl is like, oh, well, you know, we don't have bags. You have to bring your own because we recycle now. That's our new pet peeve in my community. So who knows? And starts yelling about how the old people destroyed the planet. And the old lady's like, oh, really? Well, you know, back in the day, we used to return our milk bottles and those same bottles would be filled up and brought back. Mm-hmm. And we used to not run refrigerators. We used to not have air conditioning. We used to not um, have nonstop electronics going throughout our house. We used to be outside where we didn't have the lights on inside all day long. Mm -hmm. You know, there's a different lifestyle that, you know, maybe people weren't exactly so horrible back in the day. And maybe being off grid and these CSA shares is not as horrible, you know, of a thing as, you know, people make it out to be. That's right. That's right. Maybe they don't make it out to be horrible. I don't don't know. know. There's a fine line between hippie and survivalist. It's a delicate balance, mm-hmm. but I'm willing to walk it's it. Really, it's really just body hair and patchouli is the, the main difference. As long as you stay away from the patchouli, because it's just wrong. It's just wrong. It could be that we live too close to Woodstock, New York. Yeah, it's kind of just emanates it as a cloud is. coming out of the out of Woodstock. Is it's the mix of patchouli and marijuana, and you're just like, I can't do anymore. Yeah. I got to move away. <laughs> 
Um, that's, you know, that's one way to look at it. Now, another thing, like people have bug out camps, locations. What if you used your prepper skills to help set them up for people? Uh, maybe if you offered, I got to tell you, like people are always looking in like the college guides or whatever. Mm -hmm. And they have these like weekend classes that are even maybe held at a public library or the college. But you can be like the, hey, set up your home, set up your off grid camp, mm -hmm. set up your, you know, that kind your of compost thing. bin. And your... you can. Yep. The anything. thing is, <clears throat> if you give a free class and then get yourself known or maybe even the way it's set up in your community, it's like $10 a person and you get a little bit or whatever. Mm -hmm. But you also get the follow up sales right. where you can then, hey, let me come out to your property and I can customize this for you mm -hmm. and I get 200 bucks to do it. Right. Or, you know, let me come set up your gun range. Let me come drill your well. Let me, you know, all these different things that you can bring out and more ways that you can put cash in your pocket and also be focusing and developing your time with things that you love mm -hmm. and with things that, you know, skills that'll pay off in the long run. Right. Right. I think, I, I mean, I think that a lot of that stuff really comes down and not only are you, um, are you teaching? Not only are you putting a little bit of money in your pocket, but you're also learning. You know, every Definitely time you teach learning. something, you you have to know it well enough. You know it you know. better, right, to explain it properly. Mm -hmm. And also, one, you're keeping it fresh in your mind right. by talking about it, but you're also doing the research, you know, spending the time, listening to the books, getting your mind around it. And just any time you have those things going through your head, they're going to last. Um, another thing uh, offering like a wilderness survival camp. Mm -hmm. um, actually, uh, I think Bear Gryllis or something had something around here surviving the Catskills or something. And it was, I was looking, it was like a five day course and it was like a grand a person. Now, mind you, he has name recognition and right. whatever. But the idea is you could set up where, hey, you know, come out and I'll teach you how to treat water, how to build a fire, how to find, you know, do a little foraging, how to do these kind of things and make it specific to your community. Um, you know, cause the plants and herbs that are around here, the mushrooms that grow here, the wildlife you're going to come across, the ticks, the snakes, the whatever are all unique to your area. And somebody who understands that and really gets to know it, those specialized skills are really going to, you know, help out. Mm -hmm. Um, Maybe you like to just spend time out cutting firewood. Right, right. And, you know, I've never gotten firewood, bought firewood and had it delivered to the house or whatever where I paid with a check or it's cash. That's a cash business. It's a cash business. Mm -hmm. Dropping some trees well, and cutting up a couple of cords. Suspicious. Yeah, it's almost like you're not paying taxes. You didn't say that, I hope. Lunacy. I don't do that. I just have. But I'm assuming the people I buy the firewood from are paying, are paying their the taxes. proper taxes yeah. and are properly insured. Mm -hmm. Okay. Right. All right. I feel better now. All right. Yeah. And they're By the way, if anyone, trees if anyone ever delivers a cord of wood to your house in the back of a pickup truck, that's not a cord of wood. Doesn't fit. No matter how you stack it, it doesn't fit in the back of a pickup truck. I don't like what you're saying. I'm, I'm just saying, don't, don't get gypped. All right. Um... But yeah, there is dead trees everywhere. If you just offer to clean up trees in people's yards, mm -hmm. you can get that firewood. Plus, you can charge them for taking out the tree in their yard. Mm -hmm. And then 
you know. And hauling it away. Go out after a storm, you'll find some stuff. That's, you know, a little less prepper-ish, but, mm-hmm. you know, it still keeps you outdoors. Right. And if you're trying to live the off-grid lifestyle and ha- not have a nine-to-five where you're working for the man, mm-hmm. that might be the bonus job that you're looking for. Right. Um. Also, mushrooms and foraging. Mm-hmm. One, teaching a class on it, but two, selling the mushrooms can actually be pretty uh, lucrative. Yeah. If you now, know I know you're doing. we say it every time we talk about mushrooms. Um. The wrong mushrooms. That can end badly. The ones that poison you. Yes. Yeah. They also make you trip on mushrooms. The psilocybin is in almost all poisonous mushrooms. So you're tripping while you're on dying. wild mushrooms while you're shitting your intestines out. <laughs> nice. I mean, there's there's probably a worse way to go, but I can't think of any. It doesn't sound fun to me. I, I'm still afraid of mushrooms. I don't know. Yeah, I need to have the uh, right experience, I guess. Mm-hmm. I don't know what, what the deal is there. Now, my last but favorite off-grade income using my prepper skills, and maybe one of you guys wants to work together with me on this. I don't know if any of you have any big ideas, mm-hmm. but I want to make... Now, I heard of this somewhere else, so it's not just me, but a gun tree club. Million dollar now, idea. You're like, do you mean country club? No, golf is for sissies. I'm talking about guns and man things. Mm-hmm. So basically, think your big property, mm-hmm. possibly a hunting preserve, four or five hundred thousand, two thousand acres, right? Mm-hmm. Then, so we have our hunting preserve. You know, it's being stocked with quail and all kinds of bull crap like that. We're bringing in the birds. Mm-hmm. Then we have a nice country club where there might be cigar smoking inside. There might be a giant fireplace with like leather couches. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh-huh. Man things where people are smoking inside. Wow. Are you talking about bourbon and There's cigars? There's bourbon and cigars. Holy shit. I'm talking a full bar that only has man things. Man shit. No, you know, no blueberries. You're not spritzers. getting your... Uh, you know, I don't know your what is it, mojitos and mm-hmm. and pina coladas. No pina coladas. No pina coladas. Right. But something with a pink umbrella, like we'll find something. Right. Or you can put it in there. It's just right. fun. A glass full of Jägermeister with a with a pink, pink umbrella. umbrella. Exactly. <laughs> uh-huh. So something like that. Those little and, umbrellas. They're so and cute. steaks. But they're not going to ask you like, do you want your steak like rare, medium rare? They just come rare. Yeah, that's it. That's, That's the only way you can get it. Just I'll put it black on the outside, red on the inside. Mm-hmm. That's how we serve our, our steak there, right? right? Um, definitely some kind of smokehouse on this property. Mm-hmm. Also another way, smoking meats that smoking you can make meats. money. Yeah. But we're going to use that at our gun tree club. Nice smokehouse. So you can really just drop your animal off, have it skinned, have it smoked, have it butchered. All this will happen while you're having a steak and smoking a cigar. Now, there's a fee to attend my. You have to join the country club, right? Paying an annual fee, Mm -hmm. right? I mean, that's a given, right? But you know, come on. Now, I did go to this uh, with this Orvis club. I don't don't know know what they are, but uh, if you guys search it on the interwebs, they're I guess a national thing. Okay. Because I looked it up after I went and did a repair there. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, what a bunch of douchebags. Okay. So this is kind of along the line. 
All Except right. imagine one for douchebags. Okay. All right. All right. So you just go in and like act all high and mighty and you have to dress all like ridiculous. Mm-hmm. You know, like that. I'm talking about where for men. Now, mind you, it's got to be like you maybe have to shower within the week because I want you to be able to make enough money that you can right. come to my club. Right. But just the same. You can right. be a man. So you're at a level where you, you shower weekly at weekly least. Weekly at least. Okay. But that's right. that's about my standard. We have stringent stringent rules <laughs> here. We don't just let rules. anybody in. Right. And then I'd imagine there's some kind of long range shooting. Mm-hmm. Um obviously there's skeet and stuff. But I feel like when you have skeet, it's fun and I wanna have it, but it almost brings in that douchery. Right. You know, and kinda because of, that's what was happening at this this Orvis country club. Okay. Now, I, I don't know if they ever wanted to be a sponsor for this podcast. Well, not I'm, now. I'm guessing now they don't. <laughs> but, um, you know, I'm going to try and keep the douchery out. But I also definitely handguns. All right. But now, can we wear funny pants like they do at other country clubs? <laughs> I think you can. <laughs> All right. But, but camo is risk. preferred. You know, I, you, you know that um, Duck Dynasty, right? Uh-huh. And and what's the guy, Cy, Uncle Cy? I've never actually watched it. He's the fun it. one. Uh, if he would do it and it could be pulled off, I'd say it's okay. All right. And I think that's about right. He seems like the kind of guy that could just go for anything, likes the sweet iced tea, and mm-hmm. just like, yep, I'll try that. Put those funny pants on. Nope, <laughs> I felt like a douche. You know, right. something Excellent. like that. Excellent. Um, so whatever. Um you know, definitely the handguns, long-range shooting. I'm just saying this is a good idea. And if you're going to steal my idea and go do it on your own, that's okay. Just I have to have a lifetime membership. All right. Fair, like, that seems fair enough. Right? Me and Kevin. I mean, Kevin would have to get in on this as well. That's right. And I am going to be wearing funny pants. So funny I need pants. A, I need yeah. a card that says it's okay <laughs> funny pants that he's wearing well. funny pants. Don't kick this guy out. Uh-huh. Right. Like... You know how you have, here we have a Texas Roadhouse. Right. And you go in and they have like the Willie Nelson booth. Okay. There's one booth where it's just like Willie Nelson pictures and whatever. Right. And I imagine if he goes there, they'd probably put right. him in his he own booth his own so he booth. can see his own pictures, right. right? So that's how it needs to be for me and Kevin. All right. All right. So, I mean, you can steal my idea, but we get lifetime membership. That sounds reasonable. I think it's reasonable. You mm-hmm. know, it's not too much to ask. But I am going to try and put something like that in the works. All right. I'm kind of, you know, putting the feelers out. I'd like if there's some kind of ponds, game, you know, fishing and all that happening too. So like a regular gun club, but awesomer. Right. You know, more, more awesome. Badass. Right. Right. There you go. So, you know, we're going to have, uh, like I said, the... The steaks, the bourbon, the cigars. You know, people get upset, worked up when you're mixing alcohol and guns. Not me. Train like you fight. Right. right. There you go. That's that's what I would say. There you go. Um, So that's pretty much it. Now, actually, if you really love guns as much as I do, mm-hmm. we have a way that you can get more bang for your buck. Nice. You see what I did there? Bang. That's for, a pun. Yeah. yeah it's funny. Yeah, that's that was funny, right? Yeah. So... There's this. See, it works on two group. different levels. That's why it's so funny. <laughs> that is wow. So there's this group, TAC Pack. Yes. Now, TAC stands for tactical. Mm-hmm. And then pack is because you get a package in the mail, right? Right. So basically, what happens is 
you send them like $49 a month. Now, $49 a month is nothing if you can afford to go to my country club. That's right. That's not even like anything. <laughs> yeah. That's whatever. I laugh at $49 a month. Mm-hmm. But what's cool is how much are you spending at the gun store? Like me, I'm not allowed to say these numbers out loud. Yeah, your wife probably listens to this If podcast. she listens to this, I'm going to be in trouble. But we'll just say $49 is chump change. We're talking about once a month, not every time you walk in the gun store. Right. And the gun store, you drive by it while you're working. Yeah. They have free coffee. I'm right. going to stop And there's nothing in, the in there that you can get for $49. Right. And I mean, so right out of the gate, mm-hmm. you know $49 is just chump change. So what they do is they know the cool tactical gear that you guys are looking for, mm-hmm. right? They come up with this cool shit. Sometimes I don't even know I need this stuff, but that happens a lot when I go in the gun store. So you don't, they don't even, you don't even know that you need this cool shit, but they come up with some cool shit. So what they do is they buy it in bulk. So they're going to buy 500 of awesome stocks, or 500 gun sights, and 500 kick-ass knives, and 500 whatever. I don't know. Maybe they have 10,000 customers. Maybe they have two. I don't Mm -hmm. know. As long as I'm one of them, it's all good. But either way, they buy in bulk, and they put all this shit together. So you're actually getting retail like $100, $150 sometimes worth of product jammed in this box. Sometimes the box is pretty big. Sometimes it's little, but it's always got value, and that's what's cool. So then they send this out to you every month, and you're just pleasantly surprised. Mm-hmm. And they did hint that September you it should stock up on TACPAC, and they said stock is keyword there. You see hint, what they did? Hint, hint. Right? So, I mean, there's good things coming. And you know that you could spend 49 bucks on a stock easy. Mm-hmm. So I'm just saying that's something to keep in mind right there. Tag pack. Now, if you use the code badass, they're going to send you cool shit with it. Now, they used to send out a gun cleaning mat. They may still send you a gun cleaning mat. But either way, they're going to hook you up with some good shit. Basically a bonus prize. Bonus. For basically saying, hey, I like Kevin and Chuck. That's what using the word badass does. Mm-hmm. And that way they ensure that they keep... Us satisfied in all the tack pack glory. So you may want to check that out. Also, if you have ideas for a new show, topic, um, things you want to know about, maybe ideas that we've missed, uh, cool things you want to put in your bug out bag, like a pencil sharpener might be cool, making little mm-hmm. punji sticks kind sure. of thing. Why whatever. Not? Right? You have cool ideas, share them with us. Shoot us an email at preppingbadass at gmail.com. And, uh, you know, different things like that. Otherwise, stay safe, and we'll talk to you guys next week. The Survival and Basic Badass Podcast is a proud member of the Self-Defense Radio Network.
of anglers search for the one they call king, but who will take his throne? Tune in to Waypoint TV's Battle for Silver, Saturday, May 18th from 12 to 6 p.m. Eastern. Presented by Abyss Battery, Waypoint TV. On Mondays, head offshore with Captain Scott Walker and Steve Roger for breathtaking deep sea adventures. Coming to me, coming to me, coming to me. Double. He's jumping, he's jumping, he's jumping. Oh! oh. Look at that belly. Don't miss Mondays with Into the Blue. Brought to you by Academy Sports and Outdoors from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern. Tell a few fish stories along the way. On Waypoint TV, the destination for outdoor entertainment. A life that has the stories to back it. A life to be proud of. It's a Winchester life. Yeah, baby. 6-8 Western. Oh, I'll be over there, baby. Right there. Tune in every Tuesday at 7 p.m. Eastern on Waypoint TV.